Okay, Ed, are you there? Yes. Okay. We'll do a. I'll do a quick countdown, and then we'll uh, we'll just go right into it. You want to do like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes? Yeah. 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 That sounds good. Okay. We'll just go in ten, nine, eight. Screw it. One. And welcome back to the balance. My name is Saul Marquesel, <laughs> Presidente. As you know, we are we are piecing this show together. Uh, as I have to be out of town uh, for my uh, parents' 50th wedding anniversary, I'll be uh, giving away my mom. So anybody want her, any takers, let me know. But uh, <laughs> join, us now, join us now is Mr. Ed Kratz, our official uh, NFL balance contributor. And the great thing about when we're taping this, it's Friday afternoon, so we already know what happened on Thursday. So really – the segment's not going to be much different than what it would be on Saturday anyway. Ed, how are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm great, Tom. That's, that's great. Your parents celebrating their 50-year 50, 50 anniversary. Congratulations to them. And to you, I guess, too, for not driving them uh, yeah, hey, completely you know, insane. I'm the, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the oldest, me and my twin sister. I was, I'll be 49 on Monday, so my parents were married one year and one day when I was born. So. I'm the only hell my mom ever I'm the only hell my mom ever raised, as they say. Well, <laughs> well Ed, uh, <laughs> Ed, let's talk a little bit about the Oakland Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, that's a good game. Obviously, both uh, teams are, are uh, for a change, uh, having a very, very good season. Kansas City went into that game pissed off because they got schooled by Pittsburgh. Talk with us a little bit about what you saw and some of the takeaways from last night's game between Oakland and Kansas City. Well, it was probably one of the best games of the season, right? Or at least on Thursday night football. Um, and we've been fortunate. That was the second pretty good game we've had on Thursday night. The week before, of course, was the Eagles and the and the Panthers, and that was kind of a taut game right up till the end. So last night, the Raiders made plays down the stretch. You know, there might be some who questioned some of the calls or non-calls that the officials made, but, uh, you know, going back through it, I, I really don't have any argument with some of the calls that were or were not made. Um, sure, it might have been a little lopsided in Oakland's favor. They were the home team, and boy, it, it seems to be the case these days with the NFL officiating where the home teams do get the benefit of some calls. Um, but I think Oakland won that game fair and square. It's a game they had to win to stay – in the race in the AFC West, uh, had they lost, they'd be sitting at, I think, two and five, uh, and pretty much out of it. And, and now you have to look at the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they've lost two in a row now, and they were a team that everybody thought was, you know, kind of this locomotive heading toward the Super Bowl. And, you know, now they've gotten off track a little bit, and they have to find a way to come up with, uh, I guess, defensive stops. That's kind of been the breakdown. It was the breakdown last night for them defense, the defense. And, um, you know, they need to find a way to get back to playing the way they were when they won their first five games, um, you know, now. But they're still in good shape at 5-2, and two, obviously, in the driver's seat out there in the West. But um, the Raiders certainly won a game they had to win to stay in the hunt. Uh, and then, of course, the upside of that, since I'm here in Philadelphia, is now the Philadelphia Eagles head into the weekend with the best record in football. They're the well, they're the only one-loss team, I should say, left in the NFL. Which, I, you know, if anybody predicted that back in August, you know, uh, please tell me. I, I want to talk to you about some, you know, an upcoming lottery 
because I, I never would have thought <laughs> the Eagles would be the last one-win team or one-loss team left in the league in the middle of October. Well, you know, uh, no pun intended talking about the hunts, but uh, Kansas City's running back, rookie, you think he's going to run into the proverbial rookie wall, wall, or is this the real deal for him? Well, you know, um, everybody asked that question about Carson Wentz last year. and In Dallas, they probably asked it about Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott. Uh, you know, those two in Dallas certainly did not hit any wall. And, uh, you know, Wentz said he did not. The thing that's difficult when a rookie comes into the league uh, is that they're coming in sort of after really not much of an offseason, if any offseason at all. If your college team played in a bowl game, you're, you're playing up into December and January, and then from there you begin training right away to go to these college all-star games, uh, and then the combine, which is right there in Indianapolis. So you don't get any breaks, and then right after the combine, of course, is you know you have private workouts and uh, you're interviewing with teams, and then they have the draft, and then right after the draft, teams start their their uh, rookie mini camps, and then the OTAs, and then into a, uh, a mini camp in June, and then they have maybe six weeks off before training camp. So there's not a lot of downtime for these guys coming into the league, and uh, that can certainly wear on you mentally. It has in past cases for sure. Uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how Hunt adjusts to, to all that. You know, I mentioned Carson Wentz having that experience last year. You know. It, these guys will never admit that, yeah, you know, I'm feeling it. But, you know, in a calmer moment in the off season, when you sat down with Carson once, he said, yeah, it was a real grind. His head was spinning. It was sort of a whirlwind toward the end. And, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, if Hunt has this, those same thoughts, I'm sure he will. It's just a manage of, matter of how he is able to manage those uh, as the season grows longer. We're talking with Ed Kratz our official NFL contributor, as we talk a little bit about uh, some games around the league. But I, I certainly want to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz has developed into really what everybody thought that they would be. I know there was a lot of doubters when it came to Carson Wentz, but I think certainly now he's proven that he's earned his job as a starting quarterback there in Philadelphia. And unfortunately, with the injury to Aaron Rodgers, kind of opens up a swinging door, if you will, uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC. Yeah, I think you know, that Rodgers injury really opened it up for a lot of teams. And there, there's probably a team today that we're not talking about that will be in the mix in November. You know, it could be the Saints or the or the Vikings. You know, Teddy Bridgewater was cleared to practice. Well, uh, you know, nobody expected him to even play again. And now here he is, uh, you know, back taking some snaps. He's very limited, I'm sure. But, you know, the Vikings could be in the mix or the Saints or, uh, you know, I would have thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would be in there, but they've kind of hit, hit some tough times here. But, you know, there could be a team out there, Tom, that we're not even considering at this point that could rise up and, and, and challenge for that spot. But right now it does look like the Eagles. It's hard to argue. They're 5-1. and one. Like you said, Wentz has really taken that step up. Uh, you know, maybe people forget that, you know, last year, and we just talked about how tough it can be for rookies coming in without really an offseason. But then when Wentz came in, you know, he broke his ribs in the first preseason game and they, he didn't play again. You know, he probably only had a handful of snaps as a rookie in preseason football games. And then eight days before the season, the Eagles traded Sam Bradford to Minnesota. Carson Wentz was scheduled to be the third-string quarterback, not even active on game days uh, as a rookie. Then they trade Bradford, and then they push Wentz ahead of Chase Daniel, who was the backup at the time. He's now in New Orleans. But 
uh, all of a sudden he's the starting quarterback and he's really never played mm-hmm. a game. Uh, and he's got the rib thing. And uh, there were a lot of factors conspiring against Wentz when he started his career. The lead, you know, and then as the season went along, of course, you saw he had no real go-to targets. You know, you had Doriel Green Beckham was one of his wide receivers who's now out of the league. You had Josh Huff, another go-to guy he had last year. He's out of the league now. And Nelson Aguilar, who's having a terrific season this year, hadn't done anything in his first two years. So he really had very few reliable options last year. So now he's got the benefit of coming in, knowing that he's the starter from, from uh, you know, after last year. His teammates have seen him play over 16 games or, or you know, over a 16-game season. So they're confident in him. And then the Eagles have weapons now, and Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith and that's opened some things up for the tight end, Zach Ertz, who's the best pass-catching tight end in the league right now. Uh, so, you know, it's a completely different team than what Wentz had around him last year. So it's no surprise to me that he's thrown the 13 touchdown passes to just three interceptions, and it's having the kind of year that he is. I mean, remember last year he, he threw only 16 touchdown passes over 16 games. He's already got 13 in six. So this is definitely a much improved Wentz, not to mention that, you know, he – He's a heck of a leader. He, players really feed off of him. He's tough. I think if you watch that game against the Carolina Panthers a week ago Thursday, you saw him sort of try to run the ball into the end zone by taking on a linebacker and trying to run him over uh, and was stopped. But, boy, you know, players love to see that, even though you cringe and you hope he doesn't get hurt. But there's a lot of good things going on with the Eagles right now. To think that they won't be in the mix at the end of this uh, regular season, uh, I think would be foolhardy to think that. Well, absolutely. I think the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, you got to look at these guys uh, making a run for the Super Bowl. And we, uh, we certainly weren't going to be, we're going to say this back in August, but it's certainly something that we're looking at now. Let's talk a little bit about uh, closer to home and our flagship here in Indianapolis, obviously, Jacoby Brissett, uh, still under snap. Luck didn't practice uh, this week due to some soreness. And, uh, you know, if you're to read the tea leaves uh, of what uh, Ballard was saying, you know, he was basically saying they're, they're, they're they're happy with the growth of Jacoby Brissett, his maturity, and his ability to handle the ball and lead the team. And he fell short of saying, you know, let's not look for luck to come back this season. Uh, maybe that was the case all along, or maybe it's a decision that they didn't want to make, but now they're, they're, they're going to have to have to make. So in what universe do we live in where the Jacksonville Jaguars lead the AFC South? We saw – a, a moderately improved uh, Tennessee Titans on, mon- on Monday night uh, against uh, the, um, the Colts. Uh, Marcus Mariota is back. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, who I think is doing a good job. They've got to get this win against Jacksonville this weekend at home if they want to stay in the, hunt in the AFC South. Yeah, absolutely. A big game for the Colts. And, you know, you feel for Andrew Luck and uh, – you know, I know. I think the Colts really did want him to come back this year, and I think that Luck wanted to come back. And uh, you know, I guess this uh, shoulder surgery uh, it was more serious than maybe we initially had thought. Um, he tried to come back. He, he, you know, he made some throws in practice, and then the shoulder acted up. And I guess they had to shoot it up with, uh, you know, the anti-inflammatories and whatever other medicine they had to put in there. But it doesn't sound good. And you know, when you have a quarterback situation that you're not sure, is he coming back or is he not, it might just be best to just say, you know what, we're shutting him down for the year. Jacoby, this is going to be your team for the next 10 games. Uh, and, and, you know, and you fly from there. 
and you hope Brissett can do it. And, you know, I, I really like some things that I see from Jacoby. Yeah, he's going to make some mistakes, and, yeah, he's still learning. But, you know, how he has been able to be this competitive and keep the Colts, you know, they played a very good game against uh, the Tennessee Titans, and I, and I think, yeah, they struggled offensively in the second half, but defensively the Colts kind of had some breakdowns too that allowed the Titans to win that game late. Um, but, I, you know, I think Brissett can do it. I, I mean, he just got there you know, what, a week before the season or a week after the season started. So, you know, what he's been able to do has really, to me, been kind of, you know, remarkable. And uh, it's the kind of story you root for, really, if you're a fan of the NFL, even if you're outside of Indianapolis. So it is a big game. The Jags are coming off a loss as well. So um, they're a defense, obviously, that has to be, uh, in, you know, you have to really prepare for, especially those cornerbacks. And that's going to be a big challenge for Brissett. Now, if the Colts can run the ball like they were able to do a little bit against Tennessee with Frank Gore, then that's going to help them. And uh, being at home, you know, that'll also be a big help. You know, the Jags are still kind of a young team, and young teams can struggle on the road. So Indianapolis has to take advantage of that Lucas Oil Stadium crowd and, and, and try to find a way to win this game to, like you say, stay in the hunt for an AFC South that, you know, really isn't overwhelming. But if you win it, you get to go to the postseason, and that's great. And the Colts are still in the mix. Every team in that division is still in the mix. Absolutely. Well, uh, the Colts aren't the only team dealing with quarterback issues, as we know what happened with uh, Aaron Rodgers, went down with a broken collarbone. Certainly looks like he'll be out for the rest of the season, at least uh, during the, for the rest of the regular season. I don't expect him back at all this season. Uh, the Saints go into Green Bay. Uh, I think this is more of a, a we need a moral win uh, than a win a must win type deal for the Packers. But if the Saints can go in there and uh, and Green Bay can hold them off for a win at Lambeau, I think that shows a lot to their fans that hey, don't worry about it. We're the next man up. Yeah, we'll see what Huntley has. You know, um, he sat he sat on the bench for the last couple of years. He's learned under Rodgers. Didn't look very good in the preseason games that he got into. But now he's had a full week to prepare, um, and we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I'm not so sure he's the answer, um, but but I don't really know much about him. We'll see. Uh, hopefully for the Packers' sake, he, he is the answer and can keep them competitive. But I don't see Rodgers coming back this year, and I don't see Huntley taking this team to the playoffs. I know they won four games while uh, Rodgers was in there, which is a pretty good head start. But, you know, holding the fort and trying to win another six games to get to 10 to get into the playoffs and you have teams like the Vikings in your division and, and an improving Chicago Bears team, not to mention the Detroit Lions, who, you know, even though they've hit a speed bump, they're very good. That's um, going to be a tough task. On the flip side for the Saints, we talked about them earlier. They're a team that maybe we're talking about in November after they've reeled off three or four wins. Uh, from now until then, as being in the mix to, to make a Super Bowl push. Drew Brees has been to the mountaintop. Um, he knows what it takes. The defense, to me, is still a little young, but they're getting better. Um, so it's a big game for the for the uh, Saints as well uh, to go into to Lambeau and try to pull out a win and get to above 500. Uh, so it's big on both ends. There's, there's no doubt for, for many different reasons. Right, absolutely. Well, you know, I uh, appreciate you taking some time with us uh, this afternoon and, and jumping all, off of our normal schedule and taping. Any uh, final words of wisdom uh, that you'd like to partake upon us this week, sir? 
Well, you know, the whole anthem thing, you know, it was interesting. The NFL had their owners meetings uh, in New York City, um, you know, this past week. And, you know, the anthem, again, took front and center. And now, you know, Roger Goodell, he's seeing some backlash from these protests that are taking place. And, you know, he wants his players to stand, but he won't mandate it. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, the NFL in some circles is being talked about by people who don't even follow the NFL. And it's for all the wrong reasons. And Goodell doesn't like it. It's bad for business. So we'll see how, you know, these anthem protests are handled this weekend. I hate to keep harping on that, but, you know, it is still an issue. Uh, And then we'll see about Ezekiel Elliott. That's another big thing. You know, obviously the suspension on again, off again, is that going to stay in place for Sunday's game when they play? I believe they play the 49ers um, or or not. I mean, that's another issue that we're still following. So, um, you know, there's all this stuff outside the arena that's taking place and, uh, these are things we need to pay attention to, but I'm an, I'm more of an inside the stadium guy. You know, I like to talk about the game. So, uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking right, forward absolutely. to another weekend, another weekend of NFL. Absolutely, sir. All right, well, where can people find you working your masterpieces, sir? Yeah, check me out on uh, my Twitter account. It's at uh, Kratz E K R A C Z E, and I uh, post uh, plenty of times a day on the NFL. All right, buddy. Have yourself a good one. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tom. See ya. All righty. All right. All right. All right, buddy. We'll talk with you soon, man. All right, man. All right, Tom. Get back to work. We'll talk to you. Bye. All right. right, Bye-bye. Bye.